Welcome to the show. It's feel big, don't it? It's big as the. It's big as the what? Hey, look, bigger than feels to demand is I'm about to give them a replay. Make sure they heard the tables are turned, and that's why they got him a DJ. Stats look long as a freeway. Okay, y'all right. Bills try to check if the jack still bite. Yeah, I guess they might. JT came back and the game looked tight. Wait, wait, hold up. Not exactly right. A little moss in there to end the tightest night and goddamn. Was it Brady or Bill? Tell me the facts. Don't know if we'll see a return of the Mac, but that's where they at. Ravens are always have problems with yellow and black. And man, the lines are dogs. Killing the Panthers, staying on track. Sean Payton embarrassed, he might be the hag. The Jets on the tag. And people be saying the Bengals is back. The Chinese is not. I ain't being that mean, but they ran into a goddamn track team. Honestly, I might owe Riddle one of them apologies. The Eagles won again. It's like a policy. The Vikes still getting cut up like cottage cheese. And the Cowboys child, please look super low. And that not again. Yeah, they do belong in the what? Belong in the Belong in the Super Bowl You seen that guy? Have you seen him pop up? No, I've never seen him before And that's really cool And I think that you he think He does that it every I'm week holding... He's really good Do you see what I'm holding up right now, Josh? Oh, I see it I see it I Oh, see it looks pretty cool, doesn't it? Oh, it looks really cool, doesn't it? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back Episode 17, and oh, 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 boy, we got a lot to talk about today, brother. Yes, we do. Also, oh, we will be joined by special guest Noah Davidson, who will be here in the next probably five or so minutes. He's on his way back from class. Bang. Right he is on his way. Sweet. He is electric. You guys will definitely enjoy him. But. Yeah. Yeah, you're. you're Let me uh, break into this one. Let me break into this one. Okay? The Bears won and the Packers lost in the same week. That's a recipe for a pretty toxic burns, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm having a good time over here, and especially because not even because the Packers lost, right? Not even because of that. Because you go and look at Jordan Love's stat line, and you see zero touchdowns and three interceptions, and if you actually watch the guy play, like I'm not just a box score reader. I watched that full game. He sucked. He sucked, dude. It was it, it was just a bad performance from Jordan Love. It was terrible. Yeah, it was. It's so Not fun. really was. It's so much fun because now this is two weeks in a row. Last week he got he got written off because he played against the Detroit Lions, and we all know the Lions. They got a lot of firepower this year. But against the Raiders? The Raiders? You know what's coming? You know what I feel coming right now? Is what? Primetime Kirk Cousins, primetime Daniel Jones. I feel like we might be uh I feel like a primetime Jordan Love thing is gonna be is gonna start. It could. Because well, I mean, he actually really has not played bad football in the first three games. The last two, which no, the first three games time, he was good. The last two games on primetime, he has looked like a different player. Oh my God, he's looked horrible. Like, like it yeah. is night and day. Here, here's his back-to-back primetime stats: one touchdown, five interceptions, sacked seven times, zero and two. And you know what's really interesting is, and now it wasn't to the same degree that we saw in previous weeks, but again, we saw a terrible start, and he wasn't great in the second half. But once again, he was much better in the second half than the first. Yeah, no, that's really weird. That's there's really a stat, weird. There's one stat. It's called EPA. 
Uh, it's called uh, expected points added. It's one of those really advanced stats that I'm not even going to pretend to fully understand. But all yeah. of the people that really do advanced stats talk about how that's one of the best stats in terms of like evaluating individual players. And mm-hmm. Jordan Love, among quarterbacks, somehow ranks dead last in the first half among quarterbacks and number one in the second half among quarterbacks. That's that's so, so weird. weird. He goes from literally the in this one specific stat, dead last in the first half to literally the best in the NFL in the second. Yeah, because that's not that's so that's weird. not just like halftime adjustments. That's not shit like that. That's just what the hell? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. That's wild. That's I wild. Know. So so he's perfectly mid. He's right in the middle though. Yeah. If you put the two together, he's he's perfectly mid. He is directly said, in the middle. This is the other thing you got to remember is oh, 100%. Yeah. He's started six games. He is taking over for an organization that has had not one, but two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks play for them back to back. So the expectations are not very high. I mean, I'm sorry. I understand. I understand. Not very low. I understand. And it's not Josh. like he sucked. But yeah, but here's the thing, right? It's been it's interesting, and yeah, go ahead. Hang on one second. I'm just looking this because one of my buddies on Twitter, which I'm blanking on his name right now, because here's the thing about Jordan Love is we got to hold him to a standard, okay? Right. Because the whole off season, it was shoved down my throats that this guy is going to be the next Aaron Rodgers, and he's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, did anyone actually believe that though? Except for Packers. Oh, no, no, no. We didn't believe that, but I'm going to hold him to that standard just because I heard it so much. I'm going to hold him to that standard. Okay. And I don't know about you, Josh, but zero touchdowns and three interceptions, that's not all. Oh, that's not no. all. No. But, uh, okay, you can hold him to that standard. That's perfectly fine. I'm going to hold him to the standard of a quarterback that is in his played six games and is still in, a, in the youngest team in the NFL and definitely the youngest offense in the NFL. And mm-hmm. when you hold him to that standard, it's all right. It's not great. It's not terrible. Let's, but it's interesting. And it's, but the thing is, where you can hold him to the standard of a quarterback at start of six games, but you also kind of remember that this is also a guy that is in year four in the same system. So yeah. it's not the same as any other rookie quarterback, also. So you got to, it's tough to remember. You, but you have to remember both sides of it where, yes, you he's do. inexperienced. Yes, he's in a new offense, but he is also a guy that's in year four. He's been, whether he's played or not, he's been in the NFL in terms of on a team just as long as Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, and Tua Tagovailoa, who are yeah. all not only good, are playing at a The level. stars. Stars. So, did I just hear the door ring? Oh, door ring. Door knock? I don't, no, I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> No, are you here? Oh, and guys, no, if you think that it's bad talking about the Packers Raiders game, just wait until way, we talk about tomorrow's Thursday man. night. Horrible just just wait until we talk about tomorrow. But you know what? I think that we should dabble real quick before we talk any other football. We got to dabble in two sports real quick. Number one, talk about your O's. Hell of a year. Hell of a year. This team. Was not expect this team was expected to regress, according to all of the baseball people. With the Orioles at 88 wins in 2022, 
and they're going to regress and if they're not there yet they're not ready and not only did they not do that they had the best record in the american league and i'm not a baseball guy did they have a better record than the braves i don't remember i know they're best in the al i'm not sure i'm not sure i'm not big into baseball I'm not that big in the baseball either. So. I know they had the, obviously the number one seed in the American League. Were they better than the Braves record-wise this year? I'm not sure. Let me take a look. I don't know. But also, they what were... I heard from what I heard from some of my buddies who are like big baseball fans, right, is they're saying that they were not, they were not. They having were a bye week, they're saying that having a bye week in the playoffs is actually a huge disadvantage. Yeah, and that was one thing I've heard is the Orioles' number one seed having that bye and – because a team that had almost kind of caught lightning in a bottle and maybe they were young and very inexperienced. There was no one on that yeah. roster that's even played in like played majorly in the playoffs. Literally no one. So, yeah. yeah. But the people that are going to be on your own is a disappointing season for the Orioles. Are you kidding me? That no, was no, it's not disappointing at all. Season. We've done I'm not saying that. Lose. I'm not talking to you. I, I but, yeah. um, yeah, uh, it is very reminiscent to the 2019 Ravens. Yeah. Um, who, and uh, then I got to talk about man, another sport, Josh. All that year, man. But I got to talk year, about another man. sport because last night was NHL opening night. Yes, it was. And the Blackhawks. Oh my gosh, I can't. I can't believe it. So I'm watching the game. I was busy. I had something going on till like seven thirty, seven forty-five. Game started at seven seventeen, I believe it was, like on the dot. So I got there. I got home and I watched the rest of the game and the Hawks, they're down 2 1 with Don't 10 the minutes Blackhawks left. Hawks have like the hockey Wemby. Yes, Connor Bedard. That's who I'm talking about. Connor That's Bedard. What, yeah, people are like, he's like the you hockey don't know hockey Wemby because Baltimore does not have a hockey team. Dude. So, yeah. But I, basically, I don't care about hockey at all, to be honest with you. Haw- Hawks are down 2 1 with 10 minutes left. And I'm like, you know what? I go and look at the live line and it's 20 to win 100 if they win. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll throw it on him. And the Hawks won 4-2. There you go. So I won eight bucks on Connor Bedard's debut. I didn't go crazy or anything. I'm just like, you know what? We'll see what happens. And he didn't have a goal. But the Hawks, I'll be completely honest, the Hawks are not going to be that good this year, guys. Blackhawks are not going to be that good this year. Who is good at hockey? I don't know. Who's other than like? Bruins. I know Vegas. Vegas Vegas won last year. So I know they're good. Bruins, Vegas. Pittsburgh's always good. I know the Caps um, had a disappointing year last year. I've been told they're rebuilding yeah. now. New York Islanders. Islanders were pretty decent last year. Um, a couple other teams too. Maple Leafs are always decent with Matthews, but they always choke. Tampa Bay. Tampa, Tampa Bay, yeah, Colorado I Avalanche. I knew Tampa was good. Florida Panthers went Florida, crazy yeah, Florida last year. Cinderella run, yeah. Yeah, but um, what's it called? It was just. The Blackhawks aren't going to be that good this year. There's a reason why they had the number one pick in the draft last year. They had the least amount of goals in the NHL last year. It was hell. And one player in hockey does they not change the entire team. They earned him. Yeah, they did earn him in, in a bad way, but they did. A lot of people were very mad that Chicago won the lottery because of how lucky we've been growing up hockey Is there a conspiracy with the draft lottery being rigged in the NHL as it is just definitely true in the NBA? Not really. By the way, not that is really. there are not very many conspiracy theories in sports that I truly believe in, but the NBA draft lottery being rigged is absolutely one of them. I, I think that every draft lottery is rigged. I mean, every it, single one. There's there's not there is not a conspiracy theory. In, there's not very many conspiracy theories. Well, because who's going to get it? It was either That's us one of them. 
it was either us. I want to say who else was up there. Chad, help me out a little bit. Who else was it's up the there? fact that they right. don't show the draft lottery in the NBA. Anaheim and Columbus. So you had Chicago, then Anaheim and Columbus. Well, that's at least close to LA and Anaheim. But yeah, Columbus would never have gotten them. You know, but LA has their own team. That's true. That's true. So it, it, it you kind of look at it and you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, Chicago, big market. They got they're a hockey town. They've won three Stanley Cups over the is past. It, is 20 it really years. a hockey town? Like, is Chicago really like big into hockey? Oh yeah, dude. Right. Anywhere in the Midwest, like I am still to this day. I don't know how in the world Wisconsin does not have an NHL team. I, but I mean, now it wouldn't make sense because most of them they're either Minnesota Wild fans or they're Blackhawks fans yeah. up there. But the Caps have kind of taken over all Baltimore hockey fans too. It's the same type of thing where it's like, yeah. we're not gonna get a hockey team because everyone in Baltimore loves the Caps. Ten years the UC sold out in a row for Blackhawks wow. games. Every Blackhawks game, even dude, when they're bad, it's even when they're even when they're I know bad, they won it's a lot nuts. in twenty tens. Yeah, they won three Stanley Cups in five years. It was 2010, 2013, 2015. And that that and when the Bears would play on primetime, those were the only nights growing up where my parents would let me stay up past my bedtime was when the Hawks were in the playoffs. And, well, then we were on summer eventually, but they let me stay up late to watch those games and the Bears on primetime. So I was always excited whenever the Bears were on primetime. I'm sure your parents were the same exact way. Uh, well, the thing is, my, I, my parents are not big like sports fans. Really? So it's me, my grandfather, and my aunt. Oh, it's not, my gotcha. parents are not sports fans. So are your season tickets, are they your grandfather's, I'm guessing? Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, no, because mine are, my family, they're my dad's, and my dad just grew up a huge football guy, played football mm-hmm. his whole life, you know. And do you know what my second favorite team is? In what sport? My second and third favorite team in football. Uh, No. I do not. I love the Raiders and I love the Chargers. Huh. Because my dad went to high school in California. And back then on TV, the only games that were on were the Raiders and the Chargers, besides if the Bears huh. were on primetime. That was the only time that he was able to watch the Bears when they played the Raiders or the Chargers or the it's Bears. It's crazy were on to think time. about a time in the NFL, which was which is the majority of the history of the NFL, where it existed without red zone. And you just kind of had to watch it. It's such so, a crazy thing to think about. Like, we're so spoiled in that way. We're like, we never yeah, had no, to live in a are. time where just you watch what's on and the rest of the league, you just don't really know what's going to happen until NFL primetime comes on and Chris Berman yeah. and tells you what happened. No relation. Basically, but um, what's it called? So this weekend, because it was like, this was like the second weekend that I've really like watched football here, you know, at school. And it's like, I'm not at the game or anything. I'm yet to do that. And- I always go home. And we're watching the first two games. The two games that we got on TV were um, the Titans and the Colts and the Lions and the Panthers. And I'm like 20, we're like 20 minutes into the game. And I'm like, what the hell are we doing right now? I go on NFL plus and I buy red zone on the spot and just fucking throw it on one of them. Right. Because it sucked. Yeah. It sucked. And seeing, seeing the Steelers Ravens game pop up on there, that was wild. That was wild. That was that but, really was just even somebody days. That was the most Raven Steelers, just like, like I it, cannot it, believe, so many I games. I cannot believe we lost that game. Either I can really I. Can't. You guys dominated them, and we it did. was just 
I've never seen a team outplay another and lose the game like that, ever. Not to that extent. No, no. You know what it is? Once you could play as good as you want in the NFL, and once the little lucky things start going a team's way, you know that they're winning the game. Very aggressive knock, by the way. First, when I say Bears W. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I know. Bears win. Josh was, Josh was on the Commanders. I was. And I went and picked this Ravens, but welcome, Noah. Good to see you back. And Josh, what else do we have today? What do you want? We got a lot to talk about, actually. And I was waiting on Noah because we have some uh, topics here. First up is Justin Jefferson is on the IR. He's at least the next four games. Since 2021, this man ranks first in the NFL in targets, catches, and yards, and is tied with Tyreek for seventh in touchdowns. And he's he also is a monster. This is obviously, I'm not breaking the news here, a massive loss for the Vikings. No, it is. It's their whole offense. It's essentially it's essentially their entire offense. Say it again. Oh, the Vikings are going to be sellers by the trade deadline. I mean, the season, you know, you're one it's of the Kirk is playing like an MVP level. Don't get me wrong, but I like, wouldn't say MVP level, but he's but playing good football. He's playing, he's playing good football. Yeah. He's playing some good football right now, but with Justin Jefferson out, I'm expecting the production to go down. I don't think they'll trade. I don't see why they would trade Kirk Cousins. Well, that's maybe that's the Jets, though. maybe the Jets. I have not, I've not uh, even thought about it really. I really hey, Josh. haven't. Hey, hey, buddy. buddy. Now, hey, you remember? You remember when I said that? Like last week or two weeks ago? A lot like, of people were saying it, yeah, and I did not. I I dismissed it. No, I remember saying it on here, and you're like, "What the hell are you talking about?" A lot of people have been saying it, yeah, including you earlier in the show, and I did not. I I just missed it. And the thing is, is when you look into Minnesota right now, I remember the whole offseason. If you go back and listen to the podcast I'm on, Stop the BS, if you go back and listen to that or go and watch my old videos about the Vikings, I made a couple saying, I got no hate for Minnesota. I don't have a lot of hate for Minnesota, but they silently, the media never talked about it. That they silently sold like half their roster this season, and it just went unnoticed. It's one of the things we both were uh, in agreement on. You were more vocal yeah. on it than me, but we were both in agreement. Like, like you saw Dalvin Cook leave, you saw Adam Thielen leave, and you're like, okay, they'll Kendrick. still be fine. But then you look at their oh, yeah, defense. I mean, that whole entire defense, what the secondary was just completely depleted with yeah, it's just like Byron yeah. on there now. Patrick Peterson was gone. Peterson Eric Kendrick's was gone. Was gone. I, mean, I know that they got. Brian Flores as their defensive coordinator, and there's only so much, you know, someone can work with that defense. 100%. But, you know, the defensive line, I would say, you know, it's still got Neil Hunter. And that's about it. And exactly. So there's only yeah. so much that you can use. That no, and a lot of and a lot of Vikings fans all came and told me, and they're like, oh, but we got younger. We got younger talent, which sure. That takes, it time. takes time. It takes time. That's why I tried to say it takes time. So It takes time. It's not going to be the exact same as last year. And – I mean, did I expect them to be this bad? Did I expect them to be this bad? No. No. Nobody so, did. Mason Office said they were winning all these one-score games last year. Now they can't pretty much. That's evening by, itself out. By, by a- yeah. Well, here's the thing. Hold on. Hold on. I, I talked about this earlier today. You go back and you look at the Vikings schedule. You go back and look at their games, right? Philly was a one-score game, but they got killed by Philly the whole game. That was all garbage time. That was all garbage time. Then you go and look against the Chiefs, 27 to 20. They were not in that game. 
The Chiefs had full control of that game. Essentially, they were the in it, time. but the Chiefs had control. The Chiefs were never in danger of losing. Yes, yeah, yeah. The Chiefs were never in danger of losing that game. The only one, the only two games that they were really in danger that they could have won, especially the Chargers game. They should have won the Chargers. Yeah, they should have won the Chargers game. And that was just unlucky tip drill pick. That's how it goes. But organizational curses striking again. Nothing in the Bucks anywhere. game. In the Bucks game, but uh, pick six in the red zone doesn't help. No. And insiders, and I have another one for this, but in general, it's Trey Tober is what I've uh, heard people call him this. So last year was the busiest trade deadline trade season in the history of the NFL was last year. We've already seen four trades this month. We saw Van Jefferson getting traded to the Falcons the other day. Yeah, so just a quiet, solid pickup. Not, nothing crazy, but it's just a nice, solid, low-risk move that just we makes sense for both sides. Yeah, it's just a pick swap. It's just getting yeah. or unloading a guy that's not really going to play in Atlanta. Just other than Drake London, not really having an established wide receiver two, really was Matt Collins. So it was, it's good to just get another guy there. <laughs> but so it makes sense. But neither way, and insiders are saying that that is going to that everyone is kind of getting ready and assuming that it's going to be the same case again this year in terms of trades and just GMs. It seems like these younger GMs, which by the way, Minnesota has one of those younger GMs and they, one of the, probably the most surprising trade we saw was TJ Hawkinson last year. So they're not afraid to make a trade that might surprise some people. Mm -hmm. Now I was pretty sure that the only, um, time like a quarterback really got traded to the deadline and then I looked it up and it is it's really it's really the only time in the last 30 40 years that we've seen a quarterback getting traded midseason was Jimmy Garoppolo that's really yeah there's no other precedent and Jimmy Garoppolo was a backup he wasn't like the established starting quarterback like Minnesota has so there is no precedent towards trading your starting quarterback in the middle of the season it just it literally has not happened what are the odds that the Vikings do it because remember Kirk is a free agent after this year I wouldn't Kirk be shocked. I, I would not be surprised, but with other teams knowing that, right? With other teams knowing that he is a free agent at the end of the year, who's going to go and make that jump? There's one team. Who? Yep. Say it. J-E-T-S. Jets. That's the team I was thinking. It's the only team that makes sense. It's the only team that makes sense. First of all, they're not going to trade him within the conference. So the other team that makes sense to me is Atlanta, and they're not going to trade him within the conference. So one-year rental, team that's ready to win, and team that would be aggressive enough to do it. The only team that I can think of that makes sense are the Jets. No, the Patriots are terrible. The Patriots suck. There's no reason why they would do it. The Jets have the roster with a good quarterback. Zach Wilson is awful. I agree. I agree. But the Jets have to do that now. If they're going to do this, they got to do it now. Before the season gets out of control. Yeah, but it's got to be before the deadline, not at the deadline, because the season's going to be out of hand by that point. It's got to be now. They're sitting at two and three right now. Here's the thing, though. I think he's a very good coach, but I think the fact that they're holding on to Zach Wilson this much is really, like, you know, I've heard like reports that's like kind of like tearing up the locker room yep. and stuff too. I mean, at least the 49ers, they said like, hey, we messed up. We moved on from Trey Lance. And listen, 
they had Rodgers, right? The whole point was for Rodgers. That was the whole point. So no one was going into the seasons thinking, oh, Zach Wilson is going to lead us to the playoffs. It should have been Rodgers is going to lead us to the playoffs. So now you're stuck with, do you either wait another year or finish out the year and have a lost season with Zach Wilson? Or do you basically cut ties with him, say, you know, it just didn't work out? Trade him to Minnesota. Let him play out the year over the Vikings. Let Minnesota get a better draft pick for the worst quarterback. And I could honestly see, I don't know if it will happen, but I could see Kirk Cousins on the move, though. Got another raid. Let's go. Book it with Trent. It's, it's like <laughs> clockwork. The book it with Trent. It really is. It's it's, it's the book it. It's a book it community. Thank you, guys. It's whenever their it. stream ends. It's right on. Like, yeah, no, it's like literally right on their stream in, ends. 25, 30 minutes in. They all come flying in. Everyone. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. But I don't know. I just really don't see – I really don't see this happening, dude. I really don't. I, I I don't either because there's no precedent for it, but I think the possibility of it makes more sense now than it did. Because I dismissed okay. it before, and I, I didn't think there was any chance it would happen. I now mm-hmm. – I, I, do I still think it's going to happen? Probably not, but I think the odds of it are way higher than it were. Than it were. Than it was. Was. That's what mm-hmm. Yeah. I just uh, – we talk about some bullshit trades every single offseason during the season. I really think that this is one of them because also of what Noah was saying earlier that they are clinging on to Zach Wilson so much Yeah, that I just don't see a reality where he leaves. I just don't see that happening at all. Yeah. And you that's like also the point, too, is like they when they had Mike White you know, they were rolling with Mike White until he got speared by Matt Milano. I mean, it seems like they're only playing Wilson because they have to. It just kind of seems like. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, and and I mean, you look at him, you look at him like Zach Wilson. He does sure, the guy sucks. Players. We can all agree. Zach Wilson is a horrible quarterback. But they're still sitting at two and three right now. Yeah, that defense is helping them out. That defense the team is can win. winning them games. If they had Aaron Rodgers, this team could easily be a Super Bowl team. I really still one hundred percent. I really do. One hundred percent. looks like it wasn't even touched. He's yeah. incredible. It's, it's just a damn shame that Rogers got hurt. That's 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 it where is. it really is. It's a damn shame. And you know, right now, if Zach could get through a couple of these games, I mean, let me look at their schedule over these. Let's look at their schedule real quick over these next couple weeks. Yeah, don't the Jets have a really tough? Uh, yeah, I was about to say uh, right here. Uh, you sure play you play Philly on Sunday. And then you play the Giants. You could do something right. there. Well, you have your bye week. Oh. Whoa, whoa. They got their bye week after this. For the Jets? The Jets have their bye week right after this game on Sunday. And they're playing Philly. This if is a Vikings conversation. Lose to the Bears. If, if the, the Vikings Jets- lose to the Bears. I think it's I think it's immediate. If the Vikings lose to the Bears, yeah, that just complete completely changed my thing. No, I think the whole entire locker room is gonna like completely flip out. Especially like Oh my god, if they lose to Chicago, dude. It'll be different if like if it wasn't on Wilson, like you know, kind of like in the Chiefs game. But even then that's kind of debatable too. But I think if Wilson has like a three interception game, they blow it at uh, and then, Chicago. and then, no, no, no. The Jets play the Eagles. It's the Vikings that play the Bears. And then they do that. I think all hell is going to break loose. I, I could see. I think it's like a ticking time bomb right now as we speak. 
in Minnesota or New York? No, in New York. Okay. Because the Jets play the Jets play the um, Eagles. I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Play, they play the Eagles. I think. I think yeah, yeah. I think I think that he'll go to. Does he have a no trade clause? He probably does, dude. He signed a fat deal. Hey, fully, everything's fully guaranteed. Yeah, he signed a fat contract. Does yeah. Kirk? He does have a no trade clause. You guys talk about Devon Achan? No. It's oh, a- this was an hour ago. What? This was an hour ago from Pro Football Talk talking about Kirk Cousins getting traded. And Cousins would have a big say in whatever in any trades. He has a no trade clause. So any move that would come with his approval, and there's been no sign Cousins is looking to move on from Minnesota in the final year of his contract. And this is what he said. He said, I'm just very focused on the Bears and going one and zero this week, and anything else is not worth my time, energy, or attention. Well, he'll always say that, of course. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what you got to say. That's what the press is asking you. But I wouldn't be shocked, dude. They trade Cousins. Tank the rest of the year, and then they're in the Caleb Williams race. Right. And Caleb Williams, Justin Jefferson, and Jordan Addison. That's Ooh. fucked. That's fucked. USC connection, too. I mean, it's going to yeah. be them versus the Patriots. By the it's way, gonna Jordan be them Addison versus Patriots. in general, he's now the guy from Minnesota with Jefferson out. And I think he, he is the guy, and he's pretty damn him. good. Right. You know, I think yeah, everyone's gonna be. Yeah, good. let me let me run through the free agent running backs because they're it's insane. I'll, I'll read you the uh free agent running backs this year. You ready? Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, Tony Pollard, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler are all free agents, and J.K. Dobbins as well. If you want to take a chance on him, but those are all free agents this offseason. Yeah, but I think it's. I don't know. That's actually a big discussion. If they lose on Sunday to the Bears, that New York is definitely slamming their phone. He, yeah. They are going to slam Minnesota. Joe phone. Douglas. That's not former Ravens that's, scout. That's not a. That's that actually makes a lot of sense. No. That makes a lot of sense now, Joshua. It's the only team though that I think it makes sense for. Yeah, and then next up, I also want to talk about this. He's brought it up. Who was the NFC Player of the Week? NFC Offensive Player of the Week. Mr. DJ Moore. Oh, yeah. Three touchdowns. Okay. Career game. Three That's touchdowns, nice. eight receptions, like 250 yards. I think a little bit more than that. Yeah, should have had four. Dude, he was unreal. No, he should have had four. Nah, he did step out. He did step out. Did he wait? Did he score a touchdown on that drive? May I? Because if he was the one I... who scored a touchdown on that drive, it doesn't even matter. No, I don't think so. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, Manuel I don't think so. But that was a touchdown. That was a. That yeah. wasn't a touchdown. He like he stepped out of bounds. But he's been having to put on the number one wide receiver. He's he's been awful. I know he's been getting toasted all year. I Who? Like Forbes. Emmanuel Forbes, the first round pick for Washington. Yeah, no, he he got killed. One guy. It's just they're kind of throwing. You know, he's been awful. Well, dude, also their defensive play calling when they played Chicago, it just looked like they didn't have a clue what to do. Ron Rivera. There, there was no shot of them stopping DJ Moore. There was no Ron shot. Rivera, Jack Del Rio. Gotta go. Gotta go. Yeah, Gotta no, go. it's it's bad. I mean, once they it's were bad. up like twenty to zero, like twenty-seven, like seven, I could just see the, the Washington Commanders just really didn't have any fight left in them. I mean, you got that touchdown with Logan no. Thomas, but you didn't really see anybody get super super hyped about it. Oh, it scared the hell out of me when they came <laughs> out the when they came out at halftime and just drove straight down the field. Holy cow! I 
I I was shitting bricks watching that game. My heart you talk just about, You want to talk about your Dolphins now? Yeah, Go ahead. Love talking about them. Um, hold on, hold on. But here, we got to talk about this because I recently found this out. Because he's been a Dolphins fan forever. You don't watch okay. Dolphins games. Not a single one. Why? <laughs> Listen, on account of my health, they cause too much stress for me. I'm a little bit superstitious, and I feel like if I don't watch them, hopefully Tua will not get killed on the field. And that's all I need. I watched So when was the last time you watched a Miami Dolphins game? On TV or like in person? I've only been to two in person. No, like on TV. Ooh, probably uh, back in 2020 when they played against the Chiefs. So you just check the score on your phone? Dolphins fan. No, I do it after the game once they're end, win or lose. I check it after and stuff. My phone's completely shut off because I save all my work for Sunday just to like. Wow, and you're a Dolphins fan. Yeah. But you watch you watch more of the Ravens than you do the Dolphins. I honestly do. It's shocking. But. Hey, that's like you know what ago. you know what I've met a lot of superstitious people. That's that's, that's up there for number one. That's insane. I, I don't even think that that's a superstition though. How can you be a fan of the team when they only you play? They only play seventeen times a year, and you don't watch them. Listen, listen. My first ever, you know, being in Maryland and stuff. You know, my first ever Dolphins game I went to was back in twenty sixteen against the Ravens. That color rush game. Holy. We got blown out like 40 to zero. Yeah, it was right? bad. It was real bad. That was the game where Kiko Alonso cheap shot at Joe Flacco. Yep. John Harbaugh damn near killed him. I was an 11 year old inside Raven Stadium, a whole bunch of drunk fans trying to beat me up. Next year, we go in 2017. <laughs> we get blown out again. Yep. So I've only been to two Dolphins games. Both have gotten blown out the whole entire time. So when I was offered. So wait, you didn't watch when. Did you go to the game last year? No, I was offered it. And I didn't go. You didn't go to the game in Baltimore where Tua had six touchdowns and came back down 21 against us twice. Wait, are we talking about, like, full games I've watched or, like, parts of it? Like, live? Either, actually. Okay, well, no, that, that's different because the last one I watched live, parts of it. Oh, gosh. Are you kidding me? What? For all these years we've known each other. For all these years you've been a Dolphins fan. You just have never actually told me this until, like, two weeks ago. Well, because they never played Dolphins games to begin with in Maryland. That's the thing. Still. <laughs> You can get an NFL ticket and you can watch it. You can go on streamies. You can go and find a website where they're watching it. Yeah, I'll try. That's wild. I don't know. That's actually wild as hell. I can't believe I never knew this until recently. You know how big of a Dolphins He is a legitimate Dolphins fan, too. And he's never once told me this until the other day. I can't believe that. But what do you have to say about your Dolphins? Do you at least watch the highlights after? Oh, yeah. So, basically. Yeah, he knows about the team. So he watches their, like, the highlights. Like, he, nine, he knows enough where it feels like you've watched it. Most of the time, they always play at 1 o'clock. But, you know, they never, like, you know, play in, like, the DMV area where they stream it, right? It's always, like, Steelers, Ruskins, Ravens, stuff like that. So, what I do is if it's, like, 1 o'clock, if it's 1 o'clock game, I'll show off my phone, go do some work. And then I'll open it back up around like 5.30. And if they lose, my day's ruined. If they win, I, sh- I I go in my underwear and I start running. The <laughs> my family's not too happy about it, but I 
That's wild. So you, so do you like just check the score? Or do you watch the highlights, and that's how you watch the game? So I follow like all. I follow like um, like a lot of like. I don't know if we're allowed to say like. Honestly. Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. No, like what the. Uh, oh, what the sites are? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's official sports place on Instagram. They like post like everything. It's the best. Oh, those people are fine. Yeah. So I'm saying after that, because then I also wait a while too, because then I get to watch all the highlights of all the games and stuff after. You heard of NFL Red Zone? I didn't have money for that. It's I, only I fifteen dollars a month. There, there, there's another way you can. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Or, or you could just go on this one website. <laughs> or you could just go on this one website called Stream East and I was about to just say, there's a, there's watch a, it. Maybe other way. Yeah. Yeah, there's other ways to watch it for free. You should watch your team play. Especially you know now, what? Because they're so good. Noah, no, Noah, watch them on Sunday. Watch watch the full game on Sunday, and if they somehow lose to the Carolina Panthers, I'll believe you. Yeah, exactly. Go if you watch this week against the Panthers. All right, fine. If they lose, if they lose, or two against killed. If there's a significant injury or they lose, never watch that Dolphins game again. But I will watch it. I will watch it. Okay. Yeah, because you're playing the Panthers. This should be a gimme. Should they? And if they- and if they win, if they win, then you could just watch them now. Oh, they also you could see them for the Germany game too because they are playing against the Chiefs. Yeah, Devon Achan. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good question. What if Miami? What if they make it to the Super Bowl? Come on, you know my dad's that's told. Come on, every time, right? If my superstitions are working. And that got them to the Super Bowl. You can bet your life I'm not watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> what are you going to do? Just like sit in your room with the lights off and just wait? Yes. And, and <laughs> sleep. Yes. Every time I've watched the Super Bowl, every team that I've wanted win, besides the Chiefs last year, they've lost. I get my pick wrong for the Super you Bowl. You want to know why Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls? Because of me. I've watched those. She games. is the biggest Tom Brady hater ever. Wow. Wow. You well, you were right a couple Brady? years. If, if you were going against Brady every year, you were right a couple years. Yeah, I mean, imagine having to go against him twice a year. It sucked. Yeah, no, that would suck. That would suck a lot. No, but 28 to 3, me and my dad were celebrating because we're both Brady haters. We were like, yes, finally, Brady's wash. You know, the Dolphins can finally rule again. Nope, they lost. I had school the next day, too. <laughs> then the next one, Eagles. I wanted the Eagles to win. Didn't watch it. Eagles won. You didn't watch that Super Bowl? No. It was one of the best Super Bowls, too. 2018. I heard that there's going to be a SpongeBob halftime show. So I came downstairs and I watched the halftime show. <laughs> the Rams ended up winning. I mean, losing, losing. I wanted the Rams to win. 2019. I wanted the Chiefs to win. They won. All right. Did you watch that one? Yes, I did. Okay, you watched that one. No. Okay, so the so it only really works with Dolphins games. But then when you like when you do the whole superstition and the Dolphins lose, are you like, damn, uh, that was like a waste of time? I mean, here's the thing, though. It kind of started back in 2021 when they won the first game by the skin of their teeth, right? And then they lost. They're the only team ever. I don't know if you, you know this. 
They're the only team ever to win seven straight games and lose seven straight games in a season. Remember that the Dolphins that year? They started mm-hmm. like one and seven and then finished the they year were one and seven. So I remember, Crazy. and they were a whole bunch of gimme games too. The Ravens are the reason why they started winning. So. And no, they beat the Texans first. And then yeah, but then they beat us on Thursday night football. I remember I had a lot of. Ugh. I don't like to have high hopes for my team because they always step on my neck after. Anyways, what happens is we lost seven straight games. So I was like, okay. Well, Brian Flores is gone. Two was not the answer. Like you know, well, you were right. Back. Brian Flores was gone. Totally. And I was the one of the biggest Brian uh, Brian Flores uh, supporters out there too. And so you know, he definitely does. You definitely like absolutely. Do like that. You do. Oh yeah, definitely. Absolutely, you do. I saved the purple one for last. It's <laughs> <laughs> a purple one for last. And then I was like, you know what? I have to stop this, right? There's only one person that can save the Dolphins season, and it's going to be me. <laughs> so stop watching the game. They won seven straight. I stayed awake. I didn't watch the game. It was I have to sleep during it. I stayed awake. No, wait, hold on, hold on. In the seven straight losses, in the seven straight losses, you did watch. No, I was just awake. Oh, okay. Oh, so you have to be asleep too. Oh, I have to be. Nice. So you, wait, what? Did you just go to bed and whether? At 1 p.m. Listen, listen, listen. So my superstitions... I didn't even know all this. I've done this game for over 10 years. My superstitions, you know, have... It was awful last year. I'll tell you what my schedule was. I have a peanut butter jelly sandwich, five glasses of water to make me go to sleep. Don't you have to pee? Five glasses of water? I'm a deep sleeper. (laughs) Last night... I'm not even joking. Last night, my roommates... Put peanut butter and baby powder on my face. That's true. I've seen the picture. I still have peanut butter in my nose for some reason. It's everywhere. Anyways, I go to sleep and I tell, I say to my parents, if the Dolphins are winning by more than 10 points, come into my room and tell me. If not, don't come in. Just come in when the game is in. So when I went to, I watched the Ravens game back in 2022 with a couple of our friends. I got friends that are Redskins and Lions and Dolphins and Ravens. Oh, yeah, Dad, yeah. So all of them were playing together and stuff. So I just remember Jalen Waddle scored that. Wait, the Lions and uh, Washington played each other that last week? Year. They Lions and Washington played each other the same day? Yeah. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. And so we got to get you, Danny, and Jason on one show. That would be, oh my God. And so I remember I saw Jalen Waddle get a touchdown. It was 7 7. And I did my little waddle dance, of course. Do that right now. Do do the waddle dance. I need to see this. Hold on. <laughs> I gonna like, gritty, I guess, too. Yes, my dorm is. This what the week. fuck is going on today, dude? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? This is such a Wednesday episode, dude. I told you you'd want bringing Noah in is a good idea. This is such a Wednesday episode. Uh-huh. Like, Wow. This is how Wednesday shows are gonna are just gonna be from now on, just like guests. Yeah. Down by twenty one points in the second quarter, and I was like, you know what, guys, it's been real. I'm gonna go cry myself to sleep. So I left the restaurant with Danny and Jason. Yes, I left early. <laughs> I left and I went to go sleep, and I said to my mom, I said, the Dolphins are getting obliterated by the Ravens. Just tell me how much they lose by when I wake up. My parents. I gotta ask in. Danny if this is true. They all start screaming. I'm half asleep, so I don't even know what's happening. I thought it was my birthday, even though that was months ago. And <laughs> they were like, "The Dolphins won." 
And my dad's like pissed off because he's the Ravens fan. And so I then, you know, run in my underwear and stuff. It was pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah. Had to bring it full circle. But, you know. The most, the most superstitious I've ever gotten was back in 2018. I'd eat the same thing before every Bears game. That's 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 how far my superstition went. That was it. That was I it. don't do. I get it. I get an Italian beef from Portillo's with cheese fries. I eat it before every, every Bears game. Every single one. I've been a lot better about my superstitions. Last year was like. Oh, you've been a lot better. Yeah. No. You haven't watched a game in like fucking uh, ten years. Three. No, no, three. Y'all gotta <laughs> same thing. Same thing, dude. Yeah, Missing I'm three not, years. I'm not doing the superstitions this year. I just don't watch the game. That's superstition. Because I bring the bad luck, Josh. It's proven. <laughs> Love my dolphins, all right? Just give me that. Oh, Jesus. Oh, give me that. Oh, Love them. That's so I rough. I was to see get blown 59 to 10. You didn't watch it. In week one, 2019, I did watch that. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, you guys, you guys want to, you guys want to talk about some Thursday night football because yeah, we let's get that. into that. So, okay, we're Burns, good. It's time. You had, you had. We talked about it. It's a great game. We talked about this though before we get into Thursday night. Your legacy week. You finished twelve and two. Twelve and two, baby. You guys like that or what? The fans and Michael finished nine and five. I finished eight and six. Let me pull up the overall leaderboard right now coming into this week. Here, let me zoom in a little more. There we go. Right now, the fans, once again, for the fourth year in a row, have the lead 53 and 25. I'm in second at 49 and 29. You are now one game back on me at 48 and 30. Michael's way back at 43 and 35. Lock of the week. I am five and zero. Oh. Fans are four and one, three and two. Michael, you've gotten two in a row or uh, two locks right in a row, but you're still two and three. Upset of the week. That's supposed to be difficult. I'm two and three. Michael is one and four, not two and three. And then um, Burns, yeah, piss you off. Burns is one and four. And then Lone Wolf picks. I'm three and four. You're three and three. The fans are three and zero. Oh. And as always, Michael, most Lone Wolf picks as he has every year. He's a four and eight, but he does have the one correct score. And then the games where we wow. all agree with 24 and 8. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I've already Three went over it. You know, Tua had 14 drop passes in 2020 in one game. 14? Search it up against the Bills. I don't remember that. Like at all. It was the last game of the season. Oh, when you guys got destroyed. Well, yep. I cried that night. All right. Continue, bro. <laughs> all right. Broncos and Chiefs. Oh, wait. Hold up. Yes. Before we even do that, we gotta go through my power rankings. We haven't done that yet. Oh yeah, true. We gotta go through that real quick. Let's see. I'm pretty interested. All right, my power rankings for the week. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Let's go. Um, we're up five now. We're up to twenty-seven. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. It's gonna be five. Wow, so, you got Carolina and New England down there. Okay. So you got... here's my realization. Last week, I said everyone was mid. I take it back. Everyone sucks. <laughs> that, that's my takeaway right now. Numbers 23 down are bad football teams. Just not fuck even mid. Fuck you. No, just fuck you. Do you disagree with me? No. Well, there you go. Fuck and you. And then 
and same thing with good teams. In terms of teams that I am like convinced, 100%, they are good. One through six, that's it. In terms of mm-hmm. teams that like 100%, they are good. Now, seven through 10 with Dallas, Jacksonville, Seattle, and Baltimore, I think I'm pretty sure we're good. I'm, I'm fairly certain they're good. But at least I have my doubts. One through six are the only teams right now that I can confidently say are good football teams, like really good football teams. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I mean, looking at the rest of it, I'm not mad. At, I'm not mad at it at all. I love seeing the Packers go down six. Yeah, I like no, seeing the Bears biggest, go up five. Uh, biggest uh, team to move down this week, Green Bay, down six. Good, good. Teaches you a lesson, Joshua. They should have been thirty-two the whole time. <laughs> but New England, you had New England pretty high up. I mean, I wouldn't consider 26 very high up. But. Well, I mean, it's not very high up, but higher. Yes. And now they're finally down there yes. at 31. I'm shocked that you didn't put them in 32, honestly, but the Panthers. The... Carolina's 0-5. Yeah. No, yeah, there's no debating and that. They've, nah, they've looked bad. They've looked real bad, though. And San Francisco, number one, 100%. San Fran is so clearly number one right now. I don't even think it's close. Yeah. Right no, now, it is close. so it's so nobody massive. knows who's going to stop them, dude. Nobody knows no. who's going to stop them. Honestly, like, they, they look the so thing- good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go Mel ahead. flipped the water bottle and landed it. <laughs> Got very excited there. I saw it happen. I was impressed. <laughs> but like, they're the only thing that can stop San Francisco right now is injury. That's it. No, you're so yeah. Weird. What? What? Do you want to know the only thing that can stop San Francisco? It's simple. The five and ten. Washington Commanders, Week 16. Fuck it. The Commanders will beat the. They are. They are streak breakers. They are streak breakers. Yeah, they are. Wins and they losses. Are. They break streaks. <clears throat> yeah, they are. Uh, yeah. I actually did not mention this this week because the Ravens are playing in London this week, and out. Yeah, Titans 9:30. So because of that, we'll be live for that game, Ravens Titans, and because of that. We will not be doing a kickoff show this week. This Friday, Michael will be coming on, and we will all be giving our picks on Friday because wow. of no uh, kickoff show this week. Wow. That's a big so, episode. You got to make a full video for that in the next hour. That's a big, big episode. episode right there. Wow. Very big episode. Okay. All right. Before we get into Thursday night, though, anything else you want to uh, – Anything you no, want to uh, – basically. I, nothing pissed me off. I'm all cool right. with it. Cool. Let's move on to – the Broncos and the Chiefs. Oh, oh, dude, this sucks. This is Come the, on, man. This is tied. What the fuck are we doing? This Look is at tied this. with Patriots-Jets for the longest active winning streak uh, between two teams in the NFL and the fourth longest winning prime streak time, in NFL history. Which is supposed to, prime time, which is supposed to be the best games in our sport, live to the entire United States of America and more. And we have the Chiefs and the Broncos on Thursday night, and then you're like, okay, maybe Sunday night football is better. And then maybe maybe Sunday night football is better, right, Josh? No. The Giants and the, the Bills. Time. What are we doing? It's the last time they're on primetime, thank God. What are we doing, man? What are we doing? Actually, I, I don't get one it. more later in the year, but I'm hoping that gets flexed out. What? They will get flexed, yeah. Primetime again? This is the last one, assuming that the next one gets flexed out. It's in like a month. And then, but Monday night, Cowboys Chargers, which actually good game. is terrible. Good game. That, is good game. that is not bad. That's a good game. That's a good game. I'll take that all day. 
I'll take that all day. Give us three Cowboy Charger level games, and we well, will take me, that all day. Let me read through some matchups that could have been prime time this week that are not. Um, oh yeah, now, there's a lot. Now, if this one, if this one got put in prime time at the beginning of the year, it would be looked at as terrible. But they are tied for the top of their division, so technically, you can look at it and say that that would have been a great prime time game in Indianapolis and Jacksonville. I mean, yeah, like, that would have been fun. Again, if you do that in the beginning of the year, if you have when schedules release, we're looking at that. It's like, what are you thinking? But now that's that's a great matchup to two, great three, and two teams. Great game. Um, the Lions and the Bucks is an oh. incredible game. Yeah, they got that's flexed at three o'clock. They should have flexed a Sunday night. They should have got flexed a Sunday night. That the fact that it's Buffalo and the Giants when again as it got flexed, they did flex the Lions game. So why are they not flexing that to Sunday night football? I don't know. I don't get it because the Giants should Bengals not be Seahawks, playing on Sunday night football. Bengals Seahawks when the schedule was, was released should have been especially looking at this. Yeah, slate, no, that should have been instant. Been, that should have been. That should have been instantly. Yeah, been Thursday night. One hundred percent. And ah, uh, well, all right. I think you all know who I'm picking for this game. But here, real quick, I'll tell you this: the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs. Week oh, two of yeah. 2015, yeah. Thursday night football. Okay. That was a Jamal Charles fumble where they got it for a touchdown. And Jim Nance, at least he didn't fumble that. What was that talking about? It was the tablet, something like that? Yeah, no. It was the tablet, yeah. Tablet he was like, at least he, at least he held on to that, yeah. It's one of the great uh, Jim Nance lines. But, yeah, no, I'm I'm taking Kansas City all day, and I'm taking them by a good margin. Um, This this. This will be a Patrick Mahomes masterclass game. That's what this is going to be. And I got He's the Chiefs minus. Him. I got the Chiefs minus ten and a half in this one. I really don't. Wow, think you're going to take that spread up for anything? Yes, I am. I'm taking the Chiefs minus ten and a half. I think they win by fourteen to twenty. And I also have the under. I like the under forty-seven points. It's known in the NFL when there's a spread bigger than ten points, you take the under every time. And then. I got Patrick Mahomes over two and a half passing touchdowns because I think that that guy's going to fucking ball. I think that Patty's going to have a great game. So I'm going to take the Chiefs here. I'm going to go out on a limb and give me 35 to 10. Wow. Uh, I don't hate that. Um, now, personally, just as someone who doesn't bet, but just like thinking about it from the spread. Even though I very easily could see the Chiefs covering because of just what these two teams are, I, I I would never be a huge fan of taking the spread for a team that's favored by double digits. Oh yeah, no, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It is, and that's just, why it's betting on college football because that's spread. basically all it is. College football, you have forty point spreads regularly. Right. It's rough. It's rough, but I I like the Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. Yeah. No, it's not about. I say, I mean, this rivalry has been completely one-sided, and yeah, even yeah. so, I saw something today where even if you take out the Miami game, the Broncos have been one of the worst, have been one of the bottom three to five defenses in the NFL through those four games. If you just yeah. look at those four games, they're still right there at the bottom of the league in pretty much every single defensive stat. No, they suck. They suck. Of course you do. <laughs> I got the Broncos. Of course you 17. do. Of course you do. Russell Wilson is champagne masterclass. Book it. <laughs> I, and if it doesn't happen, I will not take accountability. But I said the Bears were going to win, and they did. Yeah, they did. The Bears did win. The Bears did win. Okay. Uh, I that. am not with you. 
Noah, I, I'm I'm going to take Kansas City as well. I won't go as big of a score gap, but I think Kansas City is going to take care of Benjamin and win pretty easily. I'm going to say – actually, it's exactly what I was thinking. That's really weird. That's really weird. That's the exact score that was in my head, 27 to 10. I'm, I'm slightly creeped out. But so, see, yeah. they cover. They cover, Josh. They cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'm, that was weird. How did you get that exactly what I was thinking? Like on the number, I was thinking twenty-seven to ten. I I I was gonna say that, but then that's weird. Everyone else is picking the Chiefs. It's up to Noah to pick the Broncos. It is up to Noah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, all right. And then who's Michael got? Michael's definitely rolling with Kansas City. No way he. Uh, Oh, I wouldn't say definitely for any Michael pick. Yeah, Um, this has the vibes of a Michael upset of the week. Just it's prime time and it's a bad matchup. This would be a game where Michael would definitely pick. Um, yeah, no, I could see Michael. He has not put in bullshit. his pick yet. Uh, he will. I assume he's going to go against City, but he, he might not. Uh, we'll okay. see. We will see. Well, I'll take it. And I actually can't watch this game tomorrow, but I'm kind of happy that I can't watch that game because it's like it's a shit show. It's it's an absolute shit show. I'll be looking at the score on my phone, but I it happens. Well, I think that's a good place to end off today, Josh. I agree. It's another great episode. Noah. Noah, thank you so much for joining us. And I hope that I hope that you watch that whole Dolphins game and they win. Yeah. Really hope. Yeah. You won't get to have your Sunday afternoon nap, but you know what? You might get to see them win. I haven't had a nap in four days. I'm so tired. I'm cranked. (laughs) I don't think I've had a a nap in like two months, dude. Welcome to it, man. Welcome to college. I know I was literally up until two o'clock in the library just to get woken up, woken up at four a.m. to peanut butter and baby powder all over my body. <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? <laughs> wow, You're, that's that's rough. That's rough. It right is rough. So I'm just right. Right hey, boys, enjoy Thursday night football. We'll be back on here at two thirty p.m. Central Time uh, Friday. Come and join. Be as me, Josh, and Michael. We're making our picks. It's going to be a super fun day. You don't want to miss it. 2.30 p.m. Central really Time, fun. Twitch, YouTube, wherever you want to be. Noah, thank you for joining us. As always, bear down. We'll see you boys Go then. Ravens. Deuces. Deuces.